Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Next Level Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leslie. I have an amazing guest. Oh, my God. Sally Allen is on the show. I'm jumping right in. I'm introducing you, girl. This is amazing because she is... I met you through John Orlando, who is one of the owners of the studio, and he's like, okay, Leslie, you need to meet this chick. She's amazing. She's got a resilient story like yours. You were my first podcast that I went on, mm-hmm. like opening up a little bit, and I know claps around. <laughs> and you and I just like hit it off so well, and I felt so loved and so cared for by you, and you were so tender and wonderful with me, with you know, me kind of <laughs> stepping out for the first time about my story and my struggle. And you were here for my very first podcast. You came and like surprised me and supported me. You don't even know how much. Maybe you do. But, you know, I I don't have family in this country and I went through so much. It was such a struggle. And it meant so much to me that you were here. I've gone through many, many triumphs and challenges in my life without having the people I care about with me. And I'm like getting a little bit emotional about it because I don't think you ever knew I am. Oh, my God. I'm choking up. I don't think you you know how much that meant to me that you showed up. And we had barely really communicated or connected much at that time. And that showed me so much about your character. And it just, like, allowed me to step into my podcast life in such a beautifully supported way. And that was, like, a very pivotal time. So mm-hmm. I want to thank you. And we've had this beautiful relationship that's like blossomed. We like can never meet up. So for us to like <laughs> meet up here, yeah. like the stars align. Yeah. But I want to just like really say to you, you are such an amazing human being. And I love you so much. And you're so great. And it's time to have you on the podcast because there's so much that <laughs> we need to talk about <laughs> that we talked about before we started airing. <laughs> But so, yes, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, Les, I think everybody needs a constant in their life because people come and go for whatever reasons and just know I'm your constant. Oh, my God. That's so amazing. Like, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what that's like. I mean, you know, my story, you know, with my family and my kids situation and and my romantic relationship situation, I don't have that. My, mm-hmm. I'm realizing, I've realized so much on my journey that family can be not always the constant that you want. You can't pick your family members. You That's can right. pick your friends. And I'm learning. I have so many people that are friends that you can choose that are, are there for you. And it's a, it's been a newer thing for me. And for you to say that, that's so meaningful. And I love that. And you've, you've proven that. And um, it's you're you're so great. Thank you. You're welcome. I need it. <laughs> we all need it. <laughs> constant anything. Yeah. So, it's. I feel like that's yeah. a commitment. I feel like we need rings. <laughs> we need commitment <laughs> rings. I'm your constant. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, and here's my commitment ring. Oh my god, she's giving me a constant <laughs> commitment uh, ring. You guys are gay. So cute. <laughs> So my pinky, I have a constant commitment from Sally Allen. Oh, I love it. You're so sweet. Can I wear this yeah. for the rest of the show? You can have it. Are you for real? Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm for real. You can have it. Oh, my Aww. God. You can have it. This way you remember that you have a constant. I, I believe in divine interventions. And I I think you you came into my life at a good time where I needed someone like you also. And our friendship is so beautiful. It's not, we don't talk every day or we don't, but when we do, it's, 
just so deep and it's just so yeah. meaningful. Yeah. And um, I am grateful and thankful for you also, Leslie. You are an amazing human being with a big heart. Thank you. Did oh, I make you cry? Look at, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's tears, oh, guys. Oh, no, not the Kim Kardashian <laughs> cry. <No. laughs> Aw, you look so sweet. Oh, my God. I'm like a you little child right now. You made her cry, Sally. I've never cried on any podcast. I Ever. don't even think any of the ones that I've been on. Uh-uh. That's, that's the love. That's like super <laughs> um, for me to be vulnerable like that. Thank you. I received that totally. I Aww. appreciate it. So Sally Allen is so amazing because... Of her triumphant journey, which we won't necessarily get into unless it rolls into that, I really want to focus on you as a mindset coach because we've talked quite a bit more recently, especially about some of the situations going on in my life. There's so many amazing things happening and some transitions happening, and and I wanted to sort of highlight that because you're so gifted. I did some coaching when I was during the pandemic. And, you know, I do use different modalities, but your approach with me I found was so fascinating. It was very helpful and maybe not so because I don't think she's going to be happy with what had happened. She's, she's going to give me some um, advice on a friend of mine situation that we talked about and, and we might not like it. My friend might not like it, but her wisdom at the time was very delightful and my friend appreciated it, may or may not have listened. We'll find out <laughs> if Sally approved. But when I was sitting in on the conversation with my friend that Sally had with her. It's <laughs> getting so complicated. I know, I'm so outed. What's the friend's name? Melissa. Melissa. Fucking Melissa. 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 Melissa's messy. Messy Melissa. Melissa. Melissa, my friend. Um, so yeah, Sally had some really amazing, um, things to say and I wanted to really highlight you. So you have a podcast, the Sally Allen podcast, and people can find you at sallyallycoaching.com. Sally Allen. Allen. <laughs> Sally Allen. <laughs> Put it up on the screen. Sally yeah, Allen coaching.com. Sally Allen coaching.com. Oh, it says Sally so, Allen podcast. And Sally Allen yes, podcast. Yes, in the podcast. Yeah. So yeah. it's so funny because I know her, like I know her, like I know her. But again, everybody knows, and Lana, you, you are learning this, I fuck up everyone's last name, everyone on the show. Remember the last time I practiced his name repeatedly and I still effed it up? <laughs> yeah. Like in front of him and he's like... Um, I do too. Every single... And I know you, like it's so dumb. What's my name? Leslie Kalkin, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's going to be my name because I just screw everyone's name up. Dr. Lesby oh, Dr. is my name today. Lesby. <laughs> I like it. Lesby. Lesby. Dr. Lesby. Yeah, people, my brothers used to call me Lesby, like Lesby friends. Oh, oh I, I thought like, like Lesby in. Like lesbian. Okay. Yes. Lesby. Lesby friends. Dr. Lesby. Whatever. I'll screw up my name. I love it. Oh, my God. So let's dive in. So first, tell me what a mindset coach is. Before we dive into that, we didn't talk about something that was so instrumental to our friendship. Okay. These divine interventions, every time you have a need, I would text you. Unbelievable. It's true. I literally was in Indianapolis and I was in this crazy conundrum. And I literally said to the universe, I really need to talk to someone right now. I need some advice. Like I, I didn't know who to reach out to. 
I know that I had talked to you about this situation and you literally texted me within an hour. It was, mm-hmm. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like I literally needed so much help in this moment right now. So you're right. Yeah. I mean, you can't manufacture relationships like this that That's are right. meant to be, that are electromagnetic, that are, are divine. So you're 100% right. I just wanted to, I think it's so beautiful. I've had another friend that that happened to, and it, it hasn't happened as much again as with you. You must be in dire straits, Leslie. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I actually, she, okay, she's painting this picture that me and my friend Melissa are like so hard done by. I am a professional. I am also a personal development you know, supposed to be a guru, aspiring guru. And she's totally making it sound like your life's a fucking shit show. You and Melissa suck. (laughs) No, mine and Melissa's life. We have different problems. You're just like, you bitches suck. Okay. You need your shit together. Thanks so much, Sally. Allie. Sally Allie. Uh, You are a wonderful human being. And you have so much to give, and therefore you should receive so much more. But I'll go back to the question you ask. What? Um... I, hold on. I'm going to add to that since you kind of cut me off and brought it back and then slapped me in the face, and she's trying to not let me get my say. No. No, Sally, this is my show. You can bitch slap me on your show, but not my show. No, it's, it's actually magic. It, I, I, I create a lot of magic in my life. Lots of excitement, lots of beauty, lots of wonderful things. I accelerate and I move very quickly through my life, which is why a lot of people think that my life is so cray-cray. But I'm actually riding a peak wave. Everything that I've experienced with you and shared with you is I've benefited from. Everything, none of it is negative. It's just how do I navigate through some of these, these, I don't even want to call them problems, these interesting situations where I'm, wanting to get to the next level. I wanted to enjoy something, but I'm I'm having a block of some sort that I ha- I'm not used to navigating. And there's so much that's happening in my life. Sometimes it's like, I don't, I'm so, um, I just literally kind of need someone to reflect back to me what I'm seeing to make sure that I'm navigating properly and what steps. And, and we all have blind spots. And I went through a very horrible point in my life. I didn't have any support systems. And my life got really messed up. And so I know the importance of having a coach and having friends and people who I can talk to, to just check myself and make sure that I'm, it's just like me as a DNP. I research everything. I simulate the information then I make an innovation from it. I always want to make sure that I'm not missing a piece of information so that I can't, so I can make the best decision for me. But also, should I make a decision that I didn't like? I blame no one but myself, and I'll take responsibility. Mm-hmm. If it's like, you know what, Sally did tell me that, and I just totally didn't listen, but you know, it's my choice, and now what do I do? But you know what I love about you? What? A year ago, when I met you, you were just in this. You're coming out of that mess you were in. It's like rising like a phoenix from the ashes. You were rising, and you never stopped. Because the way you look at situations, just listen to what you said to me, the way you look at life happening to you, you just see them as just another thing that's teaching you a lesson. And what's your lesson to be learned from that? And you have said to me several times in different situations, like, 
I'm learning so much, Sally. I'm getting so much from the situation right now. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just learning and I'm, I'm gleaning and, and it's just so amazing. So it's great that you have that positive outlook on life. It, it's what's going to get you to the next level and it keeps elevating you as you keep going. And that's what will set you apart from everyone else, girl. And that's why it's called The Next Level Podcast, because I'm constantly hitting the next level. Every engagement, every interaction, every situation I know, since we're talking about energy and how things sort of serendipitously happen, it really is magic. And when we understand that how we work in the world, we are creators. We are God experiencing itself or the universe or whatever you want to call it. Maybe you're an alien. I don't know, whatever. But we are a being of something experiencing itself in this sort of video game-like experience that we get to create. And we can make it fast. We can make it slow. We get to make our choices. But we are really powerful co-creators. And I set very powerful intentions for myself. And so I know, because I know how the universe works, when I set the intention and I believe it and I know it, everything that's going to be reflected back to me is going to support that. So nothing happens to me. I'm creating everything. So if I have an experience that I've intended and I have this, I'm like, ooh, okay, that feels good. What What is that? And I engage with it and it feels good. And then I go through, there's always something that is helping me get to my intention. The issue is when, for me, the biggest challenge has been when people make choices that aren't what I necessarily had anticipated. And that's where expectation, I really try not to have expectations. I'm much, much better at it, especially in this more recent situation and Melissa's situation too, that she had shared. (laughs) And and so um, I think that, yeah, I think, you know, I've just learned from so many of my experiences that everything is serving me. I am the creator. I've called all of this stuff. I may not know how it connects me to where I need to go, but I've also learned the most magic has been happening in the last several months as I've just gone, okay, this is my intention. Show me how to get there. And when I just follow my bliss, follow my bubbles, feel, follow what feels right because I've really ingrained what my guidance is, then it always works out. Again, it's just, mm-hmm. okay, when – when it's done, how do I know when it's done? How do I know to let go of a relationship or a situation? How do I read the situation? Those are still the things because I've had a problem with letting go of things in the past. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that anymore because it's stalled me, mm-hmm. right? I'm riding a wave. I want to keep riding that wave. Yeah, I think you're living this philosophy and you're finally grasping it that life is 10% what happens to us and 90% how we react to it. And that's what I see you've been doing. So and, and that helps you to let go that little 10% of, of what, what's happening. You know you don't have control, so you're letting that go also. That's what I see you doing. Yeah, thank you. It's, I'm, I try to not have disappointment. You know, that's hard because when because I know I'm accelerating so much. You've seen me. Like you said, it's literally just been a year mm-hmm. pretty much. And it's been just rapid acceleration. I'm just like a sponge. And I know that I, I, if I have someone close to me, like a romantic relationship, I can outgrow. I don't want to outgrow people, but I don't want to slow down. Mm-hmm. And so it's, am I outgrowing them or 
you know, what's happening. And because I want to have my constants in my life, I would love mm -hmm. to have that constant, but I can't, I can't make someone be a constant if we're not evolving at the same rate. So there's been a, an enormous amount of me having to come into the understanding that I might have to journey longer on my own without the type of close relationship that I want more on the, I don't want to call it romantic, but you know, having my person instead have my people, my mm -hmm. constant people, maybe that will happen. Maybe it won't, but because of my prior experiences with family and, and the circumstance I went through, I really wanted to have a constant person, but I'm proud of myself because this past situation that has recently ended, I was able to really let go much sooner than I've had in the past. I would hold on for dear life, and mm -hmm. then I would be dragged and held back, and mm -hmm. I didn't do it. So I've demonstrated to myself that I'm doing a different pattern. I know what I want, and I accept the person who for who they are, and I gracefully let them go because it's I just need to keep focusing on my growth. I want yeah. someone to grow with me, you know? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes you have to look at those situations of that person was there to bring you something. Yeah. And perhaps you've gotten what you needed from them at the time, right? It, you know, like we talked about earlier, people coming for different reasons, and I think that was part of okay, I was supposed to learn this and I was supposed to learn that. Perhaps I was supposed to learn what it feels like to be truly loved. I was supposed to learn what it's like to enjoy someone. And maybe that's all that person was supposed to bring to me. Mm -hmm. right? And then because the rest of it is not fulfilling, right? right. That's where that, that stop is, came all the way here and then that's where that stop and that break is. Secondly, the fact that you respect yourself enough to know where that break is to say, enough, I've had enough, time to go and move on, you will find that constant you're looking for. But I'll go back to something you said, and I don't remember what you said, but I know what I wanted to say about it. Um, you have to journey by yourself. Mm -hmm. When I told you I was going to tell you some hard things. Tell, tell me, share it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I'm embracing my heart. Okay. No, let's it, do it. It's something to what Alana was challenge, challenging you about before I laughed about it, but, but I didn't speak because I was processing. It's true, right? Um, you have journeyed for yourself a year before I met you in a couple of years and you were going through something and that was a different phase in your life. You were in survival mode. Oh, big time. Big time in survival mode. Last year when I met you, you were just coming out of survival mode. When you're in survival mode, you're a different, completely different person. Coming out of it, you're a completely different person. This year, you're going to be a different person because you're growing now. You're elevating. You're leveling up, right? So you are a different person. You see, you 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 evolve. You keep evolving. Good thing you you evolve with with, with upward progression. You're evolving with upward progression. So journeying by yourself. I feel like you need to do that. It's so important that you need to do that journey by yourself to find who you are becoming now. Here's the key. Who you're becoming now when you realize who you're becoming and you see, oh my gosh, I know who I'm becoming, who I'm evolving to be. Only then you will know exactly who you're looking for to be that constant. Because right now it's like this. I know I want this or I have this expectation. I know I want this. But, but you're not sure because, because you're, you haven't fully evolved yet. You have to give yourself more time to journey with you and find out who Leslie is 
and who she's becoming. And it's beautiful. I see you. You're almost out of that cocoon, but who's that last 25% coming out? Man, she's so powerful. I feel like I'm, I have like 10%. I like, 10. I, I Whatever feel like it's, is. it's, but it's like a big piece still. Yes. I mean, it's, it's right there. I'm like, right. I'm right. I'm right there. Yes. You yeah. Are it's amazing. Right there. But that's what's going to happen when you get out, when that beautiful butterfly gets out and it spreads its wing and it's flying and it's looking around the world. And it's like, oh my gosh, I, I'm finally, I finally arrived. Uh, who am I though? What do I want? I know I'm beautiful. I know I'm blossoming. That's so true. That didn't hurt. Is that supposed to hurt? Or is there more? Well, it's going to hurt when I'm going to tell you. You've got oh. a journey by yourself. <laughs> you had a journey by yourself, Leslie. Yeah. No rebound, journeying by yourself. Well, that's okay because <laughs> that situation is far, far away. <laughs> like on the other side of the world, far away. Journey by yourself means finding yourself without that safety net. What I see is that's a safety net. Yeah, that makes sense. So what if you, you are letting go of these safety nets to journey by yourself completely to see? When I met you, I remember what you told me. You're like, Sally, I, I am so free. I'm not striving. I just let go. And I know that God or the universe is going to bring me what I need. Yeah. That's who you were. Yeah. You've come back to a cycle who you were before who you were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I hear you, but I actually, I disagree a little bit with you. I'm going to challenge you. Yeah, please do. Because it's not the same, it's, it doesn't feel the same to me. My experience of it isn't the same. Okay. My perspective of it isn't the same the way it's not a need and a, an attachment the way I knew that it felt. I used to have anxiety about it before. I don't have anxiety. I actually have so much less expectation. I'm enjoying without the need for it. So I've actually, and this is the one part that I didn't necessarily get into before, um, was I'm, I really, I'm in wanting to experience the enjoyment without necessarily wanting all of the um, concreteness of it. My freedom is more important than having an attachment to something or someone. An attachment can be something tangible you can see, right? She's you holding are, firm on this, Lana. Yeah, you are I would have too, though. Oh, you bitches. <laughs> you are a very emotional creature. Yes. And you're full of feels. Yes. And you love to feel the feels. I do. And when the feel when you start feeling the feels, it's not and it's not that free spirited and I am free and I don't want any connection or attachment to it because you start to feel the feels. And what does the feels do when you start to feel the feels? Why don't you tell me you're the mindset coach? <laughs> yes, this is my grumpy mad face. <laughs> Tone. You're connected. Yeah. And when you're connected, there's a need. Connection with connection comes a need. Hmm. I do really, yeah, actually, okay, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I do enjoy the passion feeds me enormously. 
I found so much passion in tango. That's what I mean. That's why I won the championship here. I mean, it was everything to me. Mm -hmm. And I find that I flow, I flow with what I, what sparks my passion. Because for me, how I've been able to accelerate so much and get out of my shithole place that I was in and really do this magic that I created in the last year was because I followed my passion. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's actually critical to my creative capacity to have passion. Passion in whatever it is that sparks me in the moment. And I know my passion serves me, even if it's just for a day or for a short period of time, and I can have passion and enjoy the experience of passion, whatever it looks like, a relationship, a tango, a interaction with my animal, a trip somewhere, planning a podcast or whatever, and then being able to not have like the expectation, but I need the passion. I don't need the person or the thing is how it feels to me before the cycle before was I need the thing because it gives me what I need and want. For me, I know that the passion is what I is. It's the key in the way to me creating. I know that because that's just how my life works. That's, that's love. That's, that's inspiration. And so I'm allowing, as a creator, my passions to show up for me. And for now, this thing might be my passion, and I'm going to allow it to show up what I need to drive me to my next step, to my next passion, to my next thing, without the attachment to it. So you might be right in that it's, a, it's maybe a cycle in sense, but I'm seeing it more as it's just a now moment of passion to lead me to my next passion. It's going to lead me to my next, you know, evolutionary point. Keep telling yourself. <laughs> oh, shit. Here's what I believe. I do believe that's one component of it. I believe your passion drives you. And, and you are a very passionate creature. I, I, I know that. You're my friend. I know that. It's so funny. She's busting but my balls. It's like, one this component. Is, this is, it is absolutely my truth. But I, yeah. I also I recognize what you're saying about traveling alone and doing that. I really do. Um, Wait, I'm not done. One, that's one component. Oh, my God. I think Passion this is, is a mistake having her on my podcast. <laughs> Here's the other component to it. Before, before we me. started, you share some stuff with me. Yes. And you were so passionate about the stuff you share with me, how you felt about certain things that were taking place. Mm -hmm. And you were so excited about the connection. And you were just, there was a light in your eyes and there was fire and, and, yes. and the way you said it. That's more than passion, girl. Mm -hmm. That's way more than that. That's the feels I was talking about. Oh, oh. You're discerning the feels from the passion. No. Of course. Yes, okay. Of course, there are different components to it. There, sure. there's, there's passion, there, there's... There's fire, there's lust, and, and then there's emotion that comes with it. And, and, and for you, you, you can't separate it. You're trying to tell me you can separate it, but you can't. Okay, she might be right. So and what do I do then? Admit it. Yeah, You've okay. got to decide when you want to take that walk on your own. Mm -hmm. And you can't take that walk on your own while you have passion and desire and, and emotions and feels following you. <laughs> Because here's the thing, Les. Here's the thing. It will define you. Part of it will define you. 
because it's a part of your life. Do you not think, though, if this is okay? So I'm going to challenge a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get the walking on your own. I'm not. I'm not afraid of that. I've done that many times. I went through my whole indictment by myself, literally by myself. That's how I got to the point where I could do all of these things and can follow my passion. I, and I'm, I've arrived at this point because I literally had to do an enormous amount of inner work by myself. So if I totally lost my train of thought about it. You were going to challenge what she said earlier about you and your passion and your drive and lust. I think I was going, <laughs> thank you for being so specific and clear. <laughs> Jesus. The one time I remember, <laughs> I'm some I'm invested in this oh my God. conversation. She's having so much fun. She's having so much fun seeing me be beat up by a little bit a little. mindset coach. Oh my God, I'm having um, fun with Sally agreeing with me. I think that's what it was. Sorry, whatever. sorry, whatever. Sorry. You're fired. So, anyways, I would like another um, producer and engineer, please. <laughs> You're gonna be stuck with Austin. I don't think you want that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh um, I don't. I don't know. I. I. Whatever. I can just say you win. But um, no, I think that traveling alone is is important. But I. I think it was gonna just sort of add. Do you not think that there's a piece of this sort of the energy exchange that's going to allow me to help fit into that last 10% because that's how it feels to me. I feel like me flipping into and because the nature of my interaction with this individual is really helping me understand the artistic part of me that I feel is like the last piece that's going to click for me just like the last interactions and the other passions that I've led been led to have all been putting this Leslie person together. So for me, it's also made sense to me to follow this because I, as you said, I haven't arrived yet at who I am. I feel there's so much, again, I'm gaining from it that I'm learning about myself that is starting to click. And I feel like once I click, then it might be complete, just like the other situations. I have no problem walking on my own. I've, like I said, I've done it. I've just not, I, I feel like, again, as a creator, the situation has been presented to me to learn more because I'm thirsty for learning. And, and, and this, this situation is so powerful in terms of me understanding the art, artistry side that I'm going to gain what I need. When it's complete, like other situations are complete, I will be able to let it go. And then I will fucking run by myself. But I can't run because I still know that I have my 10% to grow or 25, as you had said. You yeah. know, there are people that come into your life that help you grow. You acknowledge that. So to me, so I hear what you guys are saying, but at the same time, knowing myself intuitively, knowing what my trajectory is and how quickly I evolve and how much I'm needing to really f- click in, I think there's a valuable piece to it too. So for me to cut it off, I think would actually be detrimental and say, you know what, I'm actually denying myself these last bits of pieces, you know? So I'm keeping my feet on yeah. the ground. I'm allowing myself to feel some feels, be passionately inspired, know that this is serving me and know that there might be an end and I'll be okay. But once it clicks, oh man, with or without those things, I'm gonna run. 
You know, I, I agree with what you're saying on because you shared the value this brings to you. Yes, not just the fields, but the other value, which has really good value when it comes to hey, your lady, dancing and really your tango. Really quick, I feel like just because um, the audience isn't going to understand what you guys are even talking about, do you mind giving a little bit of insight of? Because the the I feel like I know what you're talking about. She knows what you're talking about. We all know what we're talking about, but your audience isn't going to know what you're talking about. If that makes sense. Well, we splice it and put it in front. If we talk uh, about it now. Yeah, we could do that. I, w I was just saying, like, even just now, just to give them the insight know. of, like... I think we've laughed enough in the beginning and talk a lot about you and your friend Melissa that they can deduce that we're talking about a relationship. Yeah. I feel like, like yeah. they will be able to deduce we're talking about a relationship. Right now we're talking about passion and lust and, and all of that, and you need to, like, go and walk on your own. Yeah. They know I'm coaching you out of relationship. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I can... Yeah. I can. It does, When you're listening to it, it didn't... You can't it's not concrete. Yeah, it's not concrete. I feel like. Um, but we can. I can just say it. Yeah. Yeah. I would just. So, in case anyone hasn't followed this yet, we're talking about a relationship, <laughs> a new and an old one. Um, with me, not Melissa. Okay, they were giggling about <laughs> me because I was trying not to get into the details about it. But um, I really do feel that relationships romantic or not, they do come into our lives to service that we don't have to necessarily have attachments. Uh, Sally's beating me up a lot about it being more <laughs> of a feely thing. And I am a feely person. And that has been something that I've, I've <clears throat> allowed myself to get away with. And I fooled myself in the past. My feet are on the ground with this situation, but I do really feel the nature of the interaction. It really is clicking many, many things in place. I am aware some people aren't. If I was not aware, like I had been in the past, I would be scared for myself. And you'd rightfully be scared for me. <laughs> like, dude, you got to do this on your own. And I'm okay too, right? I mean, even though this, there's lots of space, even geographically, ge geographically between me and this individual, yes, there can be that attachment. But I also have to say, it is, this is also a good sign that sometimes I like to have a little bit of space too mm -hmm. from it. So I'm already craving more of the freedom than not, even though I'm gaining something. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty positive and, and comfortable in myself to know that there isn't like a hard attachment. Mm -hmm. You know, does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And, and I challenge you. I'm not beating you up. I challenge you. Because then you come back and you challenge me. And that's what we do. That's what friends do. We tell you the truth. Yeah. And um, But I feel what I was saying before is that you you are getting something really good out of it for your career mm -hmm. and for your dancing. That is awesome for your tango. But I also It's feel not just, it's actually it's, not even, the, the tango isn't even actually a part of it. It's, yeah. it's the understanding the depth of the individual. It's actually inspiring me to realize more about this side of me that's coming yeah. out because this is a completely different type of human being I've never experienced. I'm like, mm -hmm. holy, that is part of me. Yeah. That yeah. I like, okay, that, yeah, no, nope, I'll take. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning so much. It is feeding me. It's feeding me to help yeah. me fine tune who it is that I'm arriving at so that I can just explode. Yeah. I also hear you say like I'm strong enough to if this was to be over, I can walk by myself. So it tells me you're preparing yourself and you're willing for however, whichever way this plays out. Just yes. Me. But the the feels 
are something I definitely have to be. Careful. Careful. I don't think you can be careful about the feels. They just come. <laughs> they sneak up on you. They I don't do. Know how you, you, you don't hold it back. It's just there, you know. And that is one of the things in. that I'm aware of with myself. Like I feel, and then I feel. I'm... And I feel it to my bones, <laughs> to my toes. It's so stupid. <laughs> and it's like she you does. can't stop it. I've had her in my living room when she was having feels, and I'm like, you poor thing. Oh my god, am I that? Am I that abnormal? Do I feel like no. a lot of feelings? No, it's compared it's to not, other people. I, I do too. I feel a lot of feelings. Um, uh, and that's why I'm married you know I feel a lot of feelings <laughs> yeah so let's talk about that let's talk about marriage because I, yeah. I know in relationships when you coach other people I mean what is I just want to say like what is right for relationships like they're so fucked up yeah, they I are. mean is is marriage really like the thing that we need to do like what I know your perspective might be different because you are married so you're you're understanding of relationships might be different but there's all sorts of relationships out there there's like open relationships and there's monogamous relationships and there's all sorts of structures I mean do we we need to have relationships but in what way do we do them what type of relationships are we talking about romantic relationships or friendship relationships yeah romantic uh, relationships since we kind of totally <laughs> went into mine yeah <laughs> Let's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I can tell you for me, I can't speak I'm not an expert of how it should be done, but I can tell you for me. I know me and I know that um you know, I've been with my my ex-husband that I divorced and then met my husband and dated him and married him. Because one thing I know about myself is that my feels are on steroids. Yeah? So I can't. You have steroid feels too. <laughs> yes. So so I can't. I can't just date or or um. So when I around when I have the that. feel feels, I'm yes. blinded. Oh yeah, that's how. It's I know like that's how I it's am. like it's you and me, buddy. Oh, like yeah. devotion to an extreme. Yes. Like there's no limits to the love and the devotion I have for someone. It's very yeah. intense. It's for a very, very few people because I need that back. So I'm like you. When I'm not devoted, eh, I might play and enjoy. Yeah. I, well, I can't even play and enjoy. <laughs> I, I can't do casual. Like, I don't know. And it could be cultural too, right? Could be. Okay. I didn't grow up. Um, I, I Culturally, we, we, we don't date. We mm. grew up dating. So so that could be I was a good Catholic too. girl. <laughs> I don't know. Vegas screwed me up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> This is more my, you know, my, 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 my Indian background sure. and all of that. So, yeah. um, so that, that could be part of it also. The way relationships should, should go, I, I, I just think I have no idea. Let me think about it because this is a tough question to ask me. I know I, I probably won't date around even if something happens to my husband because I feel the feels, mm -hmm. but, but I think, um, you know, do what makes you happy. Do you think humans are meant to be monogamous? What do you think? I asked you. You're my guest. <laughs> I think that, I think it's very possible. I think for me, and I mean, I was married for 14 years and I was so blind 
and monogamous. I mean, I had thoughts at that time okay. about, you know, there was a certain period of time when I like had fantasies and things, but I didn't ever want to, ex even though I've been single, I've never executed any of those because mm -hmm. the thought of it and the doing of it, they're different. It's like right. being in a movie in real life, like you can watch a horror movie, but if you saw that in real life, you'd be like, oh my God, you'd like die of panic, yeah. right? So. I mean, for me, maybe I'm, maybe that's not true. Maybe there's a block in me. I don't know. But I mean, for me, I love feeling totally immersed with another person. And it's like you and me, I don't know, there's something so romantic and sexy and like rare and special. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's sacred. So even though people might have like the sexual desire, we are not primitive animals. No, you know, we're not. I, uh, to answer your question, I, I can't. I just feel like I. The idea of sister wives just makes me so anxious. I can't even imagine sharing yeah. my husband with someone. Right. Again, humans were made. You know, I love Jesus and I talk religion, but I feel God made us to feel feelings like that and to have a connection and bond. So those feelings, even if you say you're okay seeing your, your boyfriend or your husband or someone sleep with someone else, eventually becomes a big problem. You've seen it all the time. Yeah. Right? It becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. Especially you know what that feels like when you are, I love what you said, that word you use, sacred. Yes. That's how I see my relationship with my husband, sacred. Sex yeah. is sacred to me. It's yeah. a very, very intimate. You're exchanging yes. energy. You, you take yes. part of that person, particles, energy, like it's an exchange. People, the intimacy of it, I don't think people understand it. They don't. They've, yeah. they've, you know, I think the people who really, this, my opinion, it's not a judgment. I'm not judging anyone, but I think people who are, are, you know, have multiple partners and or have open relationships or whatever, I think it's very much in a, if we talk about chakras, a very lower, dense, three dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> that was yes. a, that's a side giggle yes. that we had before the show, but um, it's it's a it's a more primal urge nature that we're being given into. But when we really kind of get into our heart center and we understand ourselves and we can rise above our primal urges, that's, right. that's where magic is. Like when I've had interactions, relationships, sex with you know my partner that I'm devoted to, and I have this really loving, deep connection. I see no one else. Mm -hmm. My heart sees and desires no one else. Like I, it doesn't matter if there's this part of my brain that sees, oh, it's a hot guy, but I don't want to engage with them. Right. It's a very different thing. You can appreciate and not want to go and do the things. Absolutely. And I don't think men and women are any different. Men, yes, they have maybe more of a primal drive because of their need to fertilize or do whatever or well, men are very visual women are very emotional yes exactly so yeah. just because their drive might be more visual and they have more visual stimuli on a more regular basis it's just the same thing as women we just maybe not have the emotional drive as often when it happens with us we can still override that if we have that connection we're still beings we're still god experiencing it's itself. beautiful i see size right. of my husband and no one else sees that feels very special Right. I see him do things that no one else would ever see because he's so conservative, like, you know, silly yeah. things. And um, the same thing with me. It, it's just special when you have that bond and you have that that sacredness in a relationship 
where you can be your complete self to another person. Mm -hmm. You would yes. never let, let yeah. the rest of the world see you that way. How sacred is that? That exactly, that is what is so meaningful to me. Yes. You know, me being able to share parts of who I am that no one else knows and knowing my partner like no one else knows, that shit is like, oh. That's next level. That's next level. Yeah. Podcast with Dr. <laughs> Leslie. Lesby. Lesby. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's very interesting because there's different people of different perspectives about it. But I think... No judgment to anybody. That's just my perspective. Yeah, and mine too. Course, and yeah. and it's... Um, I mean, that feels right to me. And I'm sure there's... Yeah, a lot of people have different perspectives, different desires, different needs. Um, I'm just... I'm like very square in that respect when I'm with someone. When I'm not with someone, I'll date and, you know, I'll do whatever feels inspired, but I've never really, I mean, I know people who go like hardcore, hardcore. I'm not hardcore. You might think I'm hardcore, you know, considering, no, you know, your cultural <laughs> upbringing, but I'm really tame compared to some of the people that I know. Oh my God. I'm a slut. Okay. I have to say something. She was talking about me because I'm a slut. Oh God, no. <laughs> No, 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 not at all. Please. I know you weren't, but your face was everything just now. No, because I was, I wanted to share with you what just happened to me, okay, on freaking Facebook, okay? This is crazy oh, as hell. What? So, this girl that was a Facebook friend, I don't know her, somehow I accepted her because she was, she looked like professional. She's a business coach. And she texts me literally yesterday and she's like hey i'm coming to vegas or she she responded to my little story when i had the coffee and my i was looking really cute and she's like oh pretty picture and i was like oh thank you and she's like i'm coming to vegas this weekend and i was like oh cool do you you know it would be nice to meet you you know professional like you blah 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 whatever yeah. she went she dove into the rabbit hole fast and, um yeah i'm going for fun i want to be wild and i was like what do you mean? And she like just random shot all of this stuff to me about I'm in an open marriage and I like um, black men. And she sent me photos of her men, her her guy's junk. And she's like, I want to get freaky. Do you know any? Like she just was shooting me all of this stuff and I was mortified. She's like, can I see your boobs? <gasps> I've never had dick pics sent to me by guys on Facebook. I've never had a chick be that derogatory. It is so weird because this gentleman that I was talking about, he shared with me about how, you know, women have tried to take advantage and mm -hmm. he's seen this really dark side of women. Actually, one of his, um, his exes left him for a man who allowed her to do all these like crazy wild things. And apparently women can have like a really deep, dark sexual side almost more than men as they get yeah. older. I don't know if this is real or not, but my experience it's yesterday me. validated that. Like, Did you I, ask her less? Uh, it, it got me thinking, what makes her think it was okay to send you those things, those pictures and talk to you like that? I was like, oh, well, you know, I know people in town. Like, if you want, I can hook you up with some people. Like, I know people at strip clubs. I know people here. I'm like, let me see what I can do if you want to connect people. And then she just took that okay. as an invitation to that I was going to tag along. 
Oh, because I'm like, I'm, I get those. So I gave her a little in there, but I, I wasn't that in. Right. <laughs> I didn't give her that much. You're like, yeah. I can connect you, but I don't want to go with you. Go with you. No, because I've noticed that just because I live in Vegas, I mean, it probably yeah. has a little bit to do with the fact that I'm a stripper too, but when. Former? F- former stripper, yeah. But when, when. I tell people that I live in Vegas, it's like, oh, you must do drugs. You must like yes. be a hoe. You must like That's know it. all the pimps. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it was very, I've never had that before, not from a guy. <laughs> Definitely did not see that blindsided from a chick. You should charge her. What, for what, what? No, that's not somebody you want to, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. Send her my way. Yes. I will make money for all three of us. <laughs> oh my god, that I'm like delete sorry. and block. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah. or that, block, that's block and delete. Crazy on another level. But I've had on spring break if I'm driving when I'm driving around, and the young kids that are coming in for spring break, they would roll down their window and, and signal to me to lift my shirt up. Yeah. Have you gotten that? Yeah. Yeah, but oh, the yeah. young kids are just like they're horn dogs. They just want to screw. But like this but that's was... a perception of people in Vegas. You would not do that in yeah. any other city or yeah. state. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. But here. Vegas. Yeah, yeah. In because Vegas. they believe like what do you think we do here? We yeah, drive like topless all day? We're just in a like constant orgy okay. and we're all coked up all the time. Like I've never done a drug in my life. I mean, <laughs> leave me alone. You're sending me a big picture of your guy's dick. Like I, I don't want to see that. I've never been yeah. sent a dick pic on social media except from a chick. How, weird, <laughs> How is weird is that? Exactly. So this whole thing about like, this is a whole other topic that we're kind of getting into, but this gentleman that I've been chatting with you know, he's had some very interesting experiences that he shared with me. So like with relationships, it's almost like this, as women have liberated themselves, it's almost like it's gone so far the other way. Mm-hmm. I believe that. And I mean, I when I came into myself, I came into it very gently. Like I know who I am. I didn't have to go like, <laughs> I didn't have to yeah. have the pendulum swing the other way. It's just like, Okay, who am I? I'm gently uncovering this. You know, I don't have to go crazy about any of the, you know, like, what, who am I? What do I need to do? I'm just going to like coke up and fuck everybody. No, no, no. You don't need to do that. But I I don't think it has anything to do with with women liberation, though. No? Okay. The Me Too movement. I just think some people just are crazy like that. They're both men and women, both gender. You think it's just wiring? It's just, it's just is it wiring. coming from it's so just from a, as I a coach? Think it's, it's, it's you wiring. think it's just wiring? You don't? Does it come from like a childhood thing, or or you just think some people just have a more adventurous? Some people just sexual? have a, a most adventurous side to them. You've seen people in perfect marriages having an affair, and you say, "Why? You have a beautiful marriage. I've seen this. Why? Why? Yeah." Oh no, I just need to, I just feel like they need to do something bad. There's nothing wrong with their marriage. They don't want to have a divorce. They don't want to break up or anything. They just feel they need to do something bad. How do you just handle need that? need a little more, uh, more excitement. So how do you handle that as a, as a coach coaching that person? If they're doing it behind their person's I, I, back? I, I paint the picture all the way through that I, I, I paint a picture and I start asking questions. What if you get caught? What does that look like? And I keep going down the road until they get to divorce, and then they're like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't think about all that." Because when when you when you're when you're doing something like that, your brain blocks. You block that part 
what if I get caught? What will happen? Mm-hmm. And they don't go through that process in their mind. They just stay in the in the phase where they're having fun. So I paint the picture, and I've had men. I haven't had any women, but men who's come to me and said, this is what I'm doing. It's almost like confession, <laughs> coaching confession. <laughs> <laughs> and I paint the picture all the way through. And he, he had grandkids, and it was very shocking to him how he could lose his, his whole family because he didn't do it. He didn't paint the picture all the way through. Did that change the behavior? He came back three times and said he was trying to change it, and the last time was the last time, but then he didn't come back, so I don't know. So he probably didn't. Yeah. So if this is then a natural thing for some people that they need to do something bad, then they either, if you can't change the bad behavior because it's if it really is, they're born that way, it's their wiring, they shouldn't be in one of these traditional relationships or they need to be honest about what I their don't needs know that are. It's wiring. Let me tell you what was going on with this one. I don't even know if it was wiring or it was um, just bored in life. I think it was it's the excitement of having the forbidden fruit. And then he kept up in the excitement and up the bar of what he does. And then he kept raising it and doing more crazy things. And then he kept raising it. So it became an addiction. Wow. So in, in some coaching, we talk about the six human needs. And we, some people need variety. They live from variety. Um, so he wanted maybe possibly a little bit of variety. And it just got really out of hand. To a point where it became an addiction. Yeah. So he was really living out of his need to meet that variety. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. Where were we going with this? That all sorts of people do it. It has nothing to do with the women movement. That people will be people and do what they do. And that's it. You're going to find your all, all kinds of people out there. It doesn't have to be a movement that drives them. Mm. I really think, though... The institution of marriage or the commitment, not even marriage, like let's not even put that on the table, but when someone, when two people need to, want to commit, they really do have to be at a place in their their evolution where they can be honest with themselves. Like you said, you need to know yourselves and know what you want and and who you are to really be able to engage fully in that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you think I need to walk on my own right now. If I need to walk on my own with how far I've come into my personal development and who I am, seriously, 99.98% of the population should not be in a relationship <laughs> because I think I have my shit together on a personal level at a much, much higher level than the majority of people. You know, I think you do too. Because there's so many people that are engaging in things and they're lying and they're, they're not allowing themselves to truly be them. I know who I want to be in a relationship and what I what I want from that. That hasn't actually changed in all of the the evolution of who I am. It's just how I want how I express myself, and sort of the nuances of myself as an artist are um, sort of settling. But those things, yeah, I think they've been pretty consistent, which is nice because there was a time there when I th- I think I had shared with you. I'm like, well, maybe. Maybe I'm an open relationship type of person. I don't know what I don't know. Who am I? Oh no, I know. I know what I want now. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty solid. Yeah. Because now, like when you when I got blinded by someone again and I'm like, when I'm in love, 
it's like, okay, when love is involved, when the feels are involved, uh-huh. Leslie's pretty consistent. I know what it is that I want. So Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to fight you on that. What? What? <laughs> Lana, did you hear that? I'm agreeing with you. Uh, I'm Which saying. part? I'm agreeing with the part where, where you feel like you don't have to walk alone. Although in the beginning you told me it's a beautiful thing to walk alone. It is a beautiful thing. It is yeah. a beautiful thing to lo- walk alone. And I might still, I just think this might be serving me. I know this might be serving me in a way, but you do have a good point. I mean, um, the great thing is there's distance. So in a way that I am, I still am because I have the physical distance that I can like calm down. I could not be in a traditional relationship right now that I would run. It would suffocate me because I need a lot of downtime. But actually I'm going to sit a lot with what you said because I want to, you know, that I'm always about advancing myself and making yeah. sure that I'm not getting blinded. And I mean, the feels, it might help me. You're, you're, what you're saying might actually help me manage the feels a little bit. I know you said sometimes you can't manage the feels. This might be a little experiment that Dr. Leslie will do with herself. Oh. Talking in third person here, seeing yeah. if maybe I can engage and enjoy. Well, you're intentional. You're saying you're going to be intentional because now you're, you're learning a little bit more about yourself from an outside perspective. Yes. So you might be intentional about, you know, what do I do so that I don't feel the feels? Or what do I do so that I don't get caught up in this whirlwind of emotions? How do I control and regulate that? Yes. I'd be curious to see if you can. I'd be curious to see how this goes. Me too. Because in the relationship that got me in all of the shit, like got me indicted... It was it was all the feels and it was super toxic. It was the wrong person to have had this, but right. I'm grateful because I learned so much. It's the same type of feel. It's the same type of excitement and, and enjoyment, not a horrible human being, which is great. But I have thought it's been swimming in my sort of conscious mind. You know, I love the feels. The feels make me feel feely, <laughs> which I obviously <laughs> love. But I, yeah. I was curious about, can I, what, what does that mean for me? Does it spiral me? Is it, is it so good for me to be so in and devoted? Does that blind me too much? Will I miss things? You know, those are things that I'm aware of because I missed things in the other relationship, the f- red flags that I didn't before. So what I, my strategy is, I want to feel the feels, but I want to talk to people about it mm-hmm. so that and I can hear you and I hear what you're saying and I'm processing it. So I'm going to play with this for a little while and see if I can feel the feels to a degree, be mindful of them, observe them, but have other people to keep my feet on the ground so that I can maybe have the high, the high end, the grounding of it. That would be a new experience. Yeah. Because I've been high with the feelings, but my feet were nowhere on the ground and it, I fooled myself and I got lost. I want to be able to have both. I want to experience the enjoyment and the bliss. So there's more to it, though. Okay. So think about Shoot. also when you're getting out of a relationship, you're bringing baggage in with you. I have with no you. baggage, Sally. I'm sure you don't. You might have a little backpack. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. I'm so kidding. you're bringing a little backpack in with you. And 
Because you have your little backpack, there's going to be a little zaps of trigger. Yes, they in have. Your backpack. Uh-huh. So sit with that also to see when those are coming up because those are things you're going to have to work through. Six months in the grand scheme of things is not a long period of time. But it's also when you came out of what you were going through, there wasn't a long period of time in between. So there's still some traumas there, if that makes sense. Sure, yes. Right, that there was healing, but I don't think there was full healing from the traumas that you've been through before you went through all of this. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some triggers there and some baggage there. There have been, and I've there's been communication about it, which is great because it's helped me heal, helps me feel safer with myself. Again, it's I'm I'm being allowed to heal by the engagement and the communication of that. I am literally soaking up as much as I can from these opportunities that are being presented so that I can get as fucking healed as possible so we can get get to the fun part of life, you, think, you know? Do you think you, you heal better when there is when there is someone there? A hundred percent. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, in the relationship wounds that I have, when it comes to my own personal development, no, because I need to, it's an inner growth thing. It's it's me and my bullshit. But I have a lot of wounds from my relationships that I think the relationships, when they're healthy, can help me heal. But that's a small, the relationship part is a small piece. I mean, I think that you need to, have a relationship to heal relationship with other people, but it comes from to be ready to heal that and um, demonstrate to yourself that you are attracting something different and you can be something different. You have to do the inner work on your own, which is what I do. When I'm not in a relationship, I am massively healing and preparing myself so that when a person comes into my life and that a seeming similarity comes up, I can say, okay, this is where I'm at. This is not something that needs to be a problem anymore. And then I'm reflecting back to myself that, oh, okay, I've worked through it. It doesn't exist anymore. It's almost like a positive feedback or, you know, like showing up for me that I have changed. But did you heal from your last relationship before you moved on to the new one? The This past one? Mm-hmm. I feel like you did not heal. Don't play with me. <laughs> I don't think I fully healed. You did not heal. Mm-hmm. It's not even a think. You know you did not fully heal. No. Yeah. Not from that one. No, I know. The disappointment so of it. So that's a little backpack you're bringing with you. Sure. So you're bringing the backpack to your new relationship. A backpack that has the X in the relationship. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what I meant by rebound. Yes. It came back full circle. Yep. I don't like ending the show like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You know, it's okay that you're very receptive and you're very open. Yeah. You know? And you're not ending the show like this. You just know what you need to do. <laughs> no, I know. I'm being pouty just because, but it's, I like being able to show this part of myself because yeah. this is real. This is raw. Like yeah. you guys are teaming yeah. up on me. This is really raw. And um, you people get to see a little bit more of my side, my vulnerable um, relationship <laughs> side. But very, very wonderful conversation today. Thank you for beating me up and 
telling me I'm fucked up and no. my imaginary friend Never. Melissa is fucked up. <laughs> And that Lana is right also. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not that she's ever wrong, but um, no, be. this is great. I appreciate it. I think it'll be <laughs> hopefully helpful for some of you out there that are rebounding and are emotive, emotional people and who are trying to maybe um, justify. I don't think I'm justifying completely, maybe a little bit, <laughs> but I'm receptive and I hear, and this is exactly why we have these conversations because- we need other people to illuminate to us whether we like it or not, and whether they're right or not. It's for us to hear and um, try and decipher and learn from and hopefully make good choices. Good choices, yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sally. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank so you so much, Lana. You're welcome. I love you. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time. 